Bieber, Glasnow. The Cubs need to make a move for a pitcher at some point. Let's talk about it now. You are Locked On Cubs, your daily Chicago Cubs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cubs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alongside Sam Olver, I'm Matt Cozy. Best way to support the show is by listening every day on your preferred audio platform and by pressing like and subscribe on YouTube. I like on the YouTube app now when you say the word like, the like button lights up. Pretty cool. Thank you so much for making us your first listen. Sam and I are lifelong fans, taking our passion into discussion with you on all things Cubs. Today's midweek episode here on a Wednesday is presented by FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. MLB Network's John Morosi reported Tuesday that the Cubs are among the teams active in trade conversations for Shane Bieber and Tyler Glasnow. Bieber and Glasnow both have one year left on their deals with the Guardians and Rays, respectively. We'll get into those numbers in a minute. We have discussed Glasnow before as someone who misses bats and and puts some uh, diversity into the Cubs rotation based on what they currently have while Bieber may not do that as much but he still is an intriguing target right now for the North Siders. Sam a lot of trade wins and and Cubs activity continues at some point I will be thankful uh, when they actually is a move to talk about Uh, initial impression on, on these two dudes and it is encouraging to see the Cubs inactive trade talks. Uh, yeah, very expected. Uh, a little bit surprised. I hadn't heard much on Bieber, but Glass now, right. you know, there's been buzz all offseason. I think it's one of those things where it's hard to evaluate it based until we figure out what they gave up. But I could say that they need somebody like this. They need another top of the rotation arm. It's not a secret. And, you know, we've talked about on this show now, I would say multiple times that outside of Yamamoto and the Cubs really right now haven't been linked to any of these main free agent starters outside of, I, I I'm not positive how to pronounce his name. The second guy coming Imanaga. from Japan, Imanaga. Um, yep. And so, you know, in order to put out a competitive roster next year, you need at least one other very good pitcher. So the trade route makes sense. One year left on their deals each, so it shouldn't cost you the moon and the stars. Right. Uh, let's let's just briefly break down each guy. Uh, we, we've we've done glass now before, but I'll do it again. His thing's simple. If he's on the field, it's it's going to be a great pickup. That hit that trade will be graded on one thing and one thing only: his health. If he is healthy, he is dynamic. He misses bats. He is exactly what this rotation has been missing for quite a long time. Think about how, when you Darvish was at his peak for the Cubs. That is this this pitcher. Uh, he strikes out a a ton of guys. He is dominant when he is right. He's as good as anybody, really. But 
he's never right. He's only pitched 120, 120 innings is the most he's ever pitched as a, a big leaguer. So I, and I, I think I tweeted this, maybe I said this on the show as well. I think if the Cubs do get him, they should explore a six man rotation in order to really keep him idea. as healthy. Cause, cause you got, you got to think they're going to give up. Um, they're going to give up, you know, maybe a Wisniewski or somebody. A major league field. ready starters who the yeah. Rays want. But they still got an Assad. They still got a Wicks. They still got a Horton when he's ready. You know, they have enough guys. They're probably going to make another move where a six-man rotation may be very possible. Um, the way I would describe Bieber is, you know, a little bit, I would say significantly more health-reliant, although not great. Um, it feels like Bieber's been around forever. I believe he's only 28 years old. He is. Uh, but I, I would say Bieber has a higher floor, and Glass now has a higher ceiling. I think that would be the the evaluation process. I think if you get Bieber, you're probably looking at mid-threes ERA, maybe a little higher. I think last year he was up towards 3.80, um, something something along those lines. But, but solid, consistent, and if he's healthy, you're getting a very solid starter. Uh, right there with Justin Steele as a 1B type of guy. Whereas Glass now, the injury risk is much higher, but if he's on his game, you could be talking about a guy that is getting you know tons and tons of Cy Young votes at the end of the year. So, And, and the other cool part about it is, and I'll let you go, and, and I might just leave after this anyway. You could finish the show with the way you know my day's been going. I might just, you know, I might just not speak. So um, the, <laughs> the thing that... Um, that, that I like is both guys are improve it years. And we saw with Bellinger what that could lead to. You're going to get their best. Glass now is going to come in in the best physical shape he can because he knows in order to get a big whopping contract next offseason, he's got to be healthy this offseason. The one-year deal to me is ultra appealing. I mean, Cody Bellinger literally won the comeback player of the year on Tuesday. So that's yep. another case entirely, mm -hmm. but any one year deal, I, I think is good. And, and you lay it out uh, extremely well there that, okay, there's risk on glass now, but guess what? It's worth it. Especially when I tell you the Cubs current rotation in two minutes and it's worth the risk, especially given the state of the farm. So the Rays want a major league ready start in return. Okay. Well, I think of three guys immediately. Assad, Wicks, and Wisniewski. Uh, possible additions to spice up that package would maybe be a Keegan Thompson, maybe a Caleb Killian, if you want to include some volume to that deal. Uh, the appeal for Bieber to me is his resume. Uh, he's had mostly good health. He missed most of the 23 season with, with elbow inflammation, but I think the two starts in that final two weeks of the season prove that he's he's more than okay. Uh, he's two years younger than Glass now. Up and down the Cy Young scoreboard in 1920 and 22, including winning it in 20. You talked about how he's less uh, of a velo guy as Bieber, more heavy on the ground balls. Glass but now, folks, yeah. the Cubs don't have a number two. As it currently stands, their rotation is Steele, Hendricks, Tyone, Wicks, and Assad with smiling Wisniewski 6-7. It's not good. You like those pitchers, but in terms of a group of five or a group of seven or a group of eight, if you want to include Ben Brown as the prospect closest to taking a big league mound, 
there's so much to be desired. Well, how about this rotation then? Steele, Glasnow, Hendricks, Imanaga, Tyone. Oh, you the, see the differences. Well, you're winning a you're you, without even making another offensive move. That's a top, that's a, that's probably winning a division. It's drastic. Yeah. How important is the starting pitching? That important. Well, Kyle Hendricks isn't a number two player. Jamison Tyone isn't a number three, and there's still unknown on Wicks and Assad. The jury's out. We can't put strike the gavel on them yet. And Smiley Wisniewski. Shouldn't even sniff the rotation. <laughs> Those guys are bullpen arms on a Cubs contending team. The Rays could have them. Yeah, and, and I will say I don't love uh, negotiating with Tampa Bay because they're no, as I talk don't. because th- their player development is is number one. They're number one in baseball. When you make a trade with Tampa Bay, you just have a feeling that the guy you're giving up is going to turn into a star. Uh, it, it it is yeah. you know, and I I've kind of. You know, one of my targets this year, I was hoping to buy, you know, and it's a buy high on, you'd probably pay, you know, 200 cents on the dollar, but I just fell in love with him in fantasy baseball this year was Braves uh, corner infielder, mostly first, or excuse me, uh, Rays corner infielder, first baseman, Yandy Diaz, who uh, won the batting title. You know, if they want to throw him in that deal, I wouldn't mind, but um, yeah, yeah, or Brandon Lowe. But I will say this, I didn't realize uh, glass now he actually did make 21 starts last year I mean I would my target well, last year was the 120 innings yeah and and I know that I just I thought he was hurt a little bit I a little bit more than that Mike because because I think the 21 starts seems high for 120 innings but that's because his first few starts I think he only went like three right um if we could get 25 starts out of him it'd be a successful deal so that's not that much of a difference than last year. And Matt, can I just read you one thing? I, I have the yeah. page up here. So last year, 10 and 7 with a 353, solid numbers. Um, here's where it changes everything. In 120 innings, 120 innings, he struck out 162 men. Yeah, that's a lot. And so and, and I talked about this on Monday's show. A lot of people have come and said to me, hey, Sam, as it, as, as it stands right now, we're behind last year's pace, right? And I would argue we're about even because when you take the fact that we haven't gotten Stro- – you know, we haven't replaced Stroman Bellinger, but we've replaced the manager, I almost think those things are almost even. Yeah. But this guy is an upgrade from Stroman. So so you, you have a better number two. And so is Bieber, by the way. Yes, so he is. You have a better number two than Strowman, so you could say, "Okay, we lost Strowman, but we're now 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 we feel like we have an improved rotation heading into 2024." And like you said, maybe they aren't done yet. And then hopefully right. you sign an Otani, so you have replaced Bellinger. Now all of a sudden you're 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 significantly now improved, and then that's where you can start getting ideas of you know, becoming a really, really good team versus just being improved. But I, I think this has to happen. I, I do want to mention before we move on, Matthew, that the Reds being involved in this is not a small story. They should be involved. They absolutely should be involved. And my guess is that it's probably going to, they're going to get one of each. Uh, but I just think that it's very interesting because you're, you, in my opinion, heading into the, se- the the next season, I know the Cardinals have been active. That's the main competition for the Cubs is the Reds. Mm-hmm. And it'll be really interesting to just see like, okay, how much do you give? And, you know, the Rays come back and just say, well, Cincinnati just offered us so-and-so. And then, cause that's, that's a dream for the Rays and the 
uh, Guardians to have Huge. two div- to have two divisional teams bidding against each other. You know, you're gonna you're gonna maximize your your return there. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. And I think uh, it's a significant thing. And you can make a case that one of these teams, the Cubs or the Reds, are using John Morosi. Not to get too in the weeds, but Shane Bieber's name has not popped up until Tuesday morning. It's a so great, is that to is that to build it's a great uh, leverage. It's a great journalism point. Th- this entire time it's felt like glass now for the Correct. Cubs. So maybe and, and then the Reds the Reds haven't really been that connected to glass now. So you're right. Somebody right. is probably piping this into Morosi. Maybe it's a Rays guy. It's just Correct. saying, hey, hey, John, you know, they've inquired in this just to, to increase a bidding war. That's how this right. goes. It's a it's business in sports isn't as like official as you think. I've learned that from from our sources and talking to people. It's yeah. not like this big secret. It's not that much different than life. It's just much, much higher stakes. Absolutely. And if the Cubs get one of these dudes, does that help their Otani pursuit? We talk about that next. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's 150 bucks if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, overs, unders, and more. The Bears, Bulls, and Blackhawks are all in season right now, so get in on the fun at kickoff, tip-off, or puck drop. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. FanDuel, official partner of the LockedOn Podcast Network. As serious as the Cubs are about Shohei Otani, Sam, I keep wondering if making a serious move soon would help Otani decide to sign with the Cubs. In my mind, if they get Glass now, if they get Bieber, then that's a piece of information that they could use, uh, you know, 11th hour-ish to, to, to sign their, their big fish. And Otani, as we've as basically has been confirmed this week, he's the big fish for for not one, not two, but three teams: Cubs, Giants, and Dodgers. Ugh. and uh, I really think that tired of the Giants. It could only help. It could only help. Hey, you could join a rotation in in in, in twenty five with these names. You could you could join a, ro- a roster that we've already added to. In my my, I'm trying to theorize that trading for one of these guys, especially a top flight pitching name, I think that helps. Yeah, first of all, I want to give FanDuel a shout out because I oh. took their advice, and a lot of people took their advice. Saw a weird three point line. Bears should be underdogs more than that. Always go towards Vegas. Bears won outright, as we talked about on this show. Vegas knows hashtag. Was that uh, Iowa Nebraska or Bears Vikings? 12, right. 12 to ten. So. Um, I'm going to pivot a little bit, Matthew. I think it helps, but it's, it's negligible. It's a very small amount. I, I don't think, I think as we sit here right now, I think Otani knows where he's going. Wow. I just think it's just a matter of, you know, offers, deals, you know, his agents, you want to go through the process. I think he knows where he wants to go. I think he's probably known where he wants to go for a while. 
And so, really, I, yeah, I think so. I think so. I just don't. I just don't know. You know, he's not going to tell anybody about it. But but the people close to him, I don't think trade like. I'm not even sure how familiar is Otani is with these two guys. I, I don't I don't think it's gonna really drive him. Like I, I just don't think he's gonna be sitting on the couch with his family and going, All right, Dodgers Cubs. Cubs just traded for glass now. I'm going to Chicago. I, well, when you know, put it like that, it seems silly. Yeah, I, I, I right. think I think if they traded for, you know, like a Garrett Cole or or, you know, somebody like that or a high level guy. Sure. Maybe you'd be like, wow, they're really trying to convince me. But I, I just don't think I think if he wants to come to the Cubs, he's coming regardless of this move. And I think if he wants to go somewhere else, he's going there regardless of this move. I think that would be my take. But 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 I, I could be wrong. It would be the first time. So then are you subscribing to uh, I'm not subscribing. I'm not subscribing to anything. I'm done. Just subscribe to this show. Well, because you're inferring manipulation by Major League Baseball then to wait for Monday to sign. Well, no. Wait, am I finish your thought. What Am I subscribing to what? Well, so are you – I. so I, I guess in my mind, Otani already making up his mind is a reach because then what am I supposed to to say? That, that Major League Baseball is having him wait till Monday – to kick no, off the winter meetings, you're misidentifying what I'm saying. I do think their camp has clarity over finances. You're and teams, wrong, though. dude. I'm just saying in his head. No, I'm not wrong. You're not wrong. You're you're, you're you're saying there's more to it. No, no. I'm just saying I don't think he knows where he's going in terms of he's going to sign the deal yet. He has to go through the process. There, one team might come out and say. I'm going to offer you 650 M's. I'm just saying, I think he knows where he wants to go. Oh, interesting. Like, like what I'm saying is like, you go in, you know, you you know, the car you want to get, and then you say, Hey, I'm getting this car, but you don't, you don't, you want to try go to the other dealership and see if you get a way better deal. So I'm just, I'm just saying maybe, maybe let's say he, he knows he's going to the Dodgers, but he's waiting to see if the Cubs come out with something that's just totally out of the bloom that could convince them. I just think, I just think as it stands right now, he has an idea of where, you know, he knows where he wants to go. And I don't think a move of this significance, which would be real significance for us and the show and the Cubs. But to him, I don't think it's enough to sway. It'd be zero value to him then. Zero. Yeah, maybe not zero, but I, I wouldn't, I just don't think it's a, it's a game changer. Like when right. the heat went out and got Chris Brosh or, you mm. know, I don't think it's like that type of thing. Um but I, like I said, I could be wrong. I could be totally wrong about that whole thing. I just think he's had so much time to sit on this. I don't think he came went into this offseason going, wow, I'm literally 33% Cubs, 33% yeah, Dodgers, yeah. and 33% Jets. He he has a lean of where he wants to go. Now it's just a matter of making sure he gets the best deal possible. With that being said, I would be very surprised if it lasts beyond the winter meetings. I would. I and I would be – and I'll say I think this, he's going to kick it off on Monday. And I'll say this publicly on the number one Cubs show in the world. Um, I would be very disappointed as him as a player if he went to San Francisco. Yeah, you inferred that for Tuesday too. Yeah, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna. No, but it's that, that's fair. Yeah, I, that that's that's not good for the game. It's not. Hopefully, is our trivia more opening day stuff? Because I've been studying a tad, dude. It's it's has that that vibe. Okay. A little bit different. We're going to spice up the trivia right after this. Of course it is. 
Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today covers the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Search Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. For trivia this episode, Sam. I thought gonna... you were going to do third base because we haven't done that. So I did a, I did do a little studying the last couple of weeks just in case when it popped oh. up again. Oh, fantastic. Well, uh, we're gonna what we're going to do is I'm going to name a year. Mm-hmm. And you're going to name the, the, the 12. I'm trying to think of how to put this, but the 12 main players from that team. So what I'm going to ask for is the starting eight, the top three starting pitchers in the rotation and the closer that adds up to eight are you up for that good because that's all i have in front of me so sure yeah, 2006 cubs okay um michael barrett correct Derek lee correct aramis correct Catcher first and third. Zambrano. Correct. Was Todd Walker on that team? Correct. Second base. And then you already told me from opening day, Sedania was the shortstop. That's correct. Uh, So you have left, center, and right. Two starters and a closer. Juan Pierre. Correct. Wow, I'm really just, in a zone. Just dude. just a one-year cub. Yeah, no, I, I am aware of that. He did well. I use him a lot on the grid. Oh, okay. Um, okay, who am I missing? Left, right, and then a closer? And two starting pitchers. Okay. Um, starting pitchers. So you got Zimbrano. De- was Dempster the closer or a starter? He was. Okay, Dempster was the closer. Now you got two starters, left field, right field. Pryor was still a starter at that point, um, but I don't think he pitched very much. Yeah, I'm looking for the second and third in innings here, yeah. Um, okay, uh, was Jock Jones an outfielder? Yes. And then how Correct. about Matt Merton? Correct. So we're down to two <laughs> two starting pitchers. This is This is impressive. I can't think of the starters, which is weird. So let me just get there. So Zambrano. Zambrano Rich Rich Hill. He was fourth in innings. Sean Marshall. Third in innings, correct. Okay. Uh, You you have one name left in the whole segment. Yeah, it wasn't Maddox. He was gone. It was him. Oh, it's Greg Maddox. Yes. Okay. Yep. Okay. They tra- wait, I thought they I thought they traded him in 06. They did on July 31st for Cesar is tourist, but he and still he- ended up second in innings. I'm okay, that's why I didn't think that. I thought they traded yeah. him mid I knew they traded him that year to the Dodgers. So, so great job today. And as uh, you take a sip of wait, Kool-Aid. If you want to give me one more, I'm really in a zone. So Well, I'd have to pull it up, man. Oh uh, well, if you just I just I don't think I've ever been that locked in live on the show, and I don't. All right, well, let's 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 do that. Let me. Uh, let, let's like I almost think it might be clippable, bro. All right, well, here I'm gonna I do. Feel that. like I'm at the blackjack table and I'm hot. So I'm gonna go on Baseball Reference here live. So oh, okay. same exercise then. 
Yeah, I mean, don't go like past like oh one. Twenty eleven. I got oh. twenty eleven pulled up on my phone. Right I here. know the twenty eleven team. Really? Like <laughs> the back of my here. No, like the back of my hand, dude. <laughs> I remember I all first thing I could tell you is that Carlos Pena was the first baseman that year. Starlin Castro. Correct. Darwin Barney. Correct. Arame. Correct. Lee. No, wasn't Lee. I already said Pena. Soto. Correct. Marlon Burr. Correct. <laughs> Retro- Revenge. Yeah, no, that was embarrassing. Um, uh, Japanese right fielder Kosuke Fukudome. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> you only have one more position player. <laughs> Left field. Fonzie. Correct. All right, three starters and a closer, Sam. Who were the top? Marmel. Actually, let's go top four in innings. So Marmel was the closer, correct. Let's go top four starters. I'm going to give you the innings totals. Two Dempster. Two, 198, Dempster. 145, 135. Dempster, correct. Zambrano. Correct. Who was second and fourth in innings that year? Oh, we I already got first and third. Second. Okay. Did we have like did we no this was this was the year before Theo so there was no there was no rentals that last I'm, year before Theo yeah there was no rentals that I'm missing Randy Wells correct <laughs> oh man was he second or fourth he was fourth with 135 man who had 198 innings on the nose man did three three two ERA oh good pitcher did Randy Wells stink oh Samarja. No, too early, right? Right. He was a reliever that, that year. Okay. A good one, too. Yeah, yeah. 2011. Three, a, a good a, – uh, it's, it's a shame to end this poorly. Um, I could do a hint or no? Yeah, it's just, it just he had a – We phenom- made it this far, though. He had a, such a phenomenal season. Right. I, I, I'm almost embarrassed. Um, and it's it's a dumb one. It's like I, I absolutely should know it. Um, Marshall Hill. Like I'm just right. I, 197 I'm, strikeouts. Give me a hint. This is stupid. Rays. Oh, Matt Garza. Yeah. Gosh darn it. Good right, work. Nice though. job. Yeah. Really good job. I forgot and, about Garza. Uh, thank you so much. Well, for that team, out. wait, that 2011 team. Hang on a minute. Castro, Soriano, Aramis. Pena, Dempster, Garza, Zambrano. What did they lose? 95 games? It wasn't a good ball team. I mean, on paper, it's not horrible. Right. That's why they played the games on the field. (laughs) Thank you so much for checking out this edition of Locked On Cubs. You give us 20 to 30 minutes. We'll give you all things Cubs with a laugh or two along the way, whether that's trade talk, whether that's Otani, whether that's trivia, whether that's best and worst of the week. We, We got it all. Be sure to hit subscribe on YouTube and smash the like button for the algorithm. Shout out to the audio peeps on Apple, Spotify, Sirius XM, and more. It was a fun one. Today, we'll be back Thursday, hopefully maybe we get talking some, about a new Cubs player. Hopefully, hopefully we, we make a trade in the next 24, man. He's Sam Olber. I'm Matt Cozy. This is Locked On Cubs.